0: hey welcome to the jazz violin podcast favorites and today i'm chatting with cha limburger and asking him what his favorite jazz violin recording is So thanks for joining me. This is a new format again. I'm adding a load of new formats into the Jazz Violin Podcast at the moment. Uh, this one is where I chat to one of my uh, old guests. Or it could be a new guest as well, but I think I'm going back in there and chatting to some of the people that I really enjoy chatting with. So yeah, I, I chat with a guest and we, and I ask him a very specific question. Today I'm asking Charlenberger what his favorite jazz violin recording is. Now if I, when we first um, chatted about this, I, I had Found it really hard to find this recording uh, just because of uh, it was quite difficult to work out exactly when it was from. We have, I have found it um, recently, and I'll put you I'll put a link to the um, to the recording on uh, YouTube and Spotify and wherever else. Should I do Spotify? I don't know. I'm working this out as I go, but definitely a link to the YouTube playlist that Chad talks about in the. Um, in this episode hey and if anyone can uh, give us some more info on this recording that would be amazing send it in via email all that stuff um so it's really nice to chat with char and um, by the way sorry i i've been really late with everything with the podcast recently because um i just got a really crazy life at the moment and i'm sure none of you guys are gonna tell me off too much but uh, yeah you know this is uh, this is a bit later than i'd like to have done it Um, But there we are. Okay, please enjoy.
1: Very well, thank you. And you?
0: I'm okay, yeah, not too bad. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. Hey, so... Listen, I was trying to find these albums, right? Yeah. And the internet is sometimes lets you down. And I think the internet it, seems to let the internet lets us down when it comes to jazz violin. And I think or even more specifically, Grappelli. It's like I don't I it's really hard it to find
1: well, I have, exactly what you I, meant.
0: I think can I just say what I thought it does it does it start oh I've lost it now. Night uh. and,
1: um, what's the first one night and day
0: no uh um,
2: lady the nearness is a tramp you.
1: the near the near, uh. near nearness of view is the first i mean there's two actually Damn. basically that yeah but the lady is a tramp is one of is one of the two albums i
0: mean ah okay is it is that the later one or the earlier that one? is
1: a little later that's 1956 if mm.
0: i'm not mistaken yes okay that's a 56 one because i was finding it really difficult to f- find exactly what you meant basically but go then on I... my
1: youtube go on my youtube channel but that doesn't mean you will find the album you'll find the tunes yeah and it's called uh, what is it grapelli in paris favorites or something yeah, okay like yeah. that thing
0: i think i did find it after after really super searching but I, yeah I think it but I think it that's what what's crazy is that like you can't find albums based on when it was recorded especially with Grappelli because maybe it wasn't released in 56
1: Yeah god knows yeah it's it, yeah
0: everywhere yeah, I and- could find I don't think it was released till much later I think maybe that's, that's I mean I don't want to be spreading
1: which is uh, totally weird because like it's really one of Grappelli's in my opinion ever best uh, uh kind of he's in the best shape ever yeah like he's just he's just tearing tearing away without this the slightest problem and it's all beautifully uh like they play uh well yeah a lady is a tramp is just an it's, yeah. it's incredible what he's what he's inventing there and he and he's but also like um what is it tangerine uh, no that's it again another and there's a couple of very beautiful melodies as well like um she's funny that way fantastic thing and um vient pleurer au creux de mon épaule Charles Charles I think it's a fantastic melody um and he plays it with such gusto and beautiful sound, even though it is vaguely amplified. Uh, so, oh,
0: you think it's is it? Va- you reckon it's vaguely amplified? The
1: the the lady is a tramp, and that one definitely,
2: hmm. totally.
1: It's it's, it's there's a, a kind of there's the thing that I would always avoid at any costs, or like some kind of stick, like a microphone that you stick somewhere onto Oops. the bridge. Yeah, no I, that one not. I just lost that it.
0: One... I just I pe- pressed the button by mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, um yeah, okay, so you reckon it's a it's like a close mic. Yeah, yeah I know what you're close. saying.
1: It's it's a, it's a, it's an almost electric violin basically
0: and it's and
1: he still manages to make it sound beautifully. I don't know how that is possible. Um but it is definitely not acoustic. Yeah. And even the one the first one, the one with the, the nearness of you which is uh, and and there's near nearest of you, uh, some of the no not sorry. night and day don't worry about me tangerine, uh, uh, what else is on there? Um,
0: yeah, I did find that one as well actually when a I was doing the one. search, and I think and, I've heard these before because they are. And that
1: is also not acoustic. It's nearly acoustic, but not. And even, I mean, and normally these things would just would just freak me out. I would just not. I would not even listen to one second. Like it would hear that horrible scratchy sound, and I would just get yeah. bye By the end. <laughs> um But, but with him, it's just. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I I just like the tunes. I like the accompaniment. I like the simpleness as well of the whole thing. It's like. There's a little bit of arrangement in the accompaniments with a v- vibraphone and piano. And it's a little bit... You know, there's some lines behind it that are w- w- clearly written out and that they play in unison. And it's well done. But it's just basically grappelli solo. And every now and then there's a little bit of piano solo just to kind of variate mm. the whole thing. Yeah. And there you go. And it's just mm. like, you don't need, I don't need anything more. I was listening to it for days on end without really noticing. You know, mm. like... I, like when I was 15 and had one tape and you go, no, well, I had more than one, but I mean, when you have just you just put it back and back and back and back and back because you like it. And that that happened to me last summer and it was like, I hadn't done this since ages. Mm. <laughs> put an album on repeat. Uh, so yeah, I was enjoying that a lot. And like, it inspired me again and again for just sound, tone, um, and these little glissandos that he does and they're so well placed and it's so not cheesy hmm. although although it could be if it were well if if it were badly done and it's not it's just <laughs> but then of course that's my personal taste
0: hmm.
2: um, but i think that, been... that he's
0: very much like that yeah there's there's a lot of grappelli it's like so close like you said it's all teetering on the edge but just but that's what's sort of Amazing. But with him,
1: it's with him, it's classy.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: And, and also, I mean, to 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 really to really defend him, like in in a lady is a tramp, and um, Joanna Gardner would point out on the same album, um, "If I Had You."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he is flying. Yeah, over the. It's, it, it's not like just some some softy. Uh, I uh, there was also "I Want to Be Happy."
2: Mm-hmm. Goodness yeah, yeah.
1: me. I mean, he's hitting it. On. Oh, it's it? it's on and on and on. It's like, oh. yeah. and it's like flying out of his fingers and out of his head. No, yeah. it's not. There's nothing soft about it. It's just, it's all nailed. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and it's all the cha- so, yeah. all very changes. You know, like you feel really, you can really feel the changes when you or hear the changes when he's playing. Oh yeah, really, of course. You know, he's, he's, yeah. I mean,
1: but he was. Uh, because he was obviously he was also a pianist, so he knew yeah. all the chords and, and, and he knew what it was about. And uh, um, yeah, well, I, I've, I've been thinking about that a lot because there was this student in Holland in, on the Grappelli camp, Tim Kleephuis is organizing, and he was really opposed to learning the harmonies. <laughs> and it was like, man, how can you? How, what are you doing here? Then yeah. Don't come to my class. There's no point, you know. If I mean, if if you even would think that, say, Django didn't know them, the, or the names of the harmonies, and the, of course he did anyway, and and also he never made a mistake against it, so he yeah. didn't know, he didn't need to. Yeah. But if you if you're if you, you <laughs> any, <you, laughs> there was yeah. another thing I, I was thinking of that I absolutely wanted to point out because I think it um, because you were asking also like the other topic could have been or would be um, t- teaching or yeah. like tips for. And I was just thinking the, the problem or very often something that goes wrong is that with jazz, people who want to play jazz violin is that, well, and I'm going to be, it sounds crude, but the problem is they they don't know how to play the violin. It's not the jazz problem. <laughs> I mean, the, the or or put it in another way. Um you want to learn about jazz and how to learn the violin, how to play the violin. Mm-hmm. but it's not there's not such, the jazz violin I mean you have to you have to know how to play the violin obviously. yeah and and for violin playing you just need a bit of classical training. I, I, I don't know how else it can be achieved. Or you need very very, very critical ears who tell you this sounds crap and you have to believe those ears. Yeah. You know, and work on your sound, tone, tuning, because if tuning is is intonation is not good, then then there's nothing that ever's ever, ever going to work. And my my dear wife Liana, who is a fantastic violin player, classical, she was once in grew in the same Grappelli camp, and she she told me, you know, like I think ninety percent of the people here don't have a problem with jazz; they have a problem with violin playing with yeah. the setup. The the, the holes, it's never gonna sound good, because they, because because they didn't have good teachers, or they didn't have the patience, or they didn't have something something something, <laughs> and it's and you, whenever you listen to Grappelli, again of course I come back to that, uh, he has this like when he plays the nearness of you, it's beautiful, so. Um, singing and this is beautiful vibrato, not too much, just mm-hmm. um, beautiful bowing, no scratchiness. Uh, and I mean, which then doesn't mean that I don't like, and you know that very well, Matthew, of course, I love Stuff Smith, which yeah. is like the opposite of all that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then he had such a crazy, uh, perfect swing. Yeah. Groove and um, and um, a vision on jazz on what he on swing what he wanted that he didn't need to have then this violin setup that I was talking of, of before because he, he 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 was an artist enough to overcome all that and, yeah and, and
0: well, it was always an exception. There's always exceptions to to the rules or to oh, rules, yeah. I guess exactly. So. I guess you could say that stuff would be because sometimes people would use stuff as an example as to why they don't need to learn to make a nice sound, but that Uh, doesn't always. It shouldn't. It doesn't doesn't really prove anything, does it? Because it is
1: no. Well, and also I would also contradict that because when I listen to Stuff Smith in the '30s, when he's still playing acoustically, I actually think he has a nice sound. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not polished. No. Yeah. uh, it's but it is a nice sound,
2: mm, good yeah.
1: sound. It's not an ugly, uh, uh, scratchy, uh, uh, squeaky, whatever else
0: yeah. uh, that you can come up with, and it's pretty much in tune. Yeah, he can do. He can play like uh, he can. He can play octaves really well in tune. <laughs> yeah. No, totally.
1: I mean, he can play a lot of stuff very well in tune, or uh, definitely in tune enough so that nobody can really take offense. Yeah because it's it's with it's done with the right conviction and the and the right amount of i don't know it's that it is a very that is a very difficult topic obviously uh, but i love it
0: what intonation <laughs> is that. a difficult topic
1: yeah i well, think so
0: it's, it's a difficult topic because uh, it's difficult to hear <laughs> when you're to hear about to hear someone talk about your intonation or difficult because <laughs> it's difficult to to play and difficult to I'd-
1: well it's difficult to achieve yes it's very difficult to achieve and you need to really trust um somebody else in the beginning for that to help you out with it yeah um and that's why people that's why but but, uh, that's why good good people have good teachers uh, because they because um or you have to yeah as i say somebody that you really trust who has good ears and yeah. can point you out and and again and again and again until you start hearing it yourself yeah but, oh yeah hmm.
0: hey what okay. what what advice do you have for someone who specifically who who needs to work who who sort of needs to work on that so say say they they're doing okay with learning jazz but yeah they've got, they've, <clears> they've intonation. got intonation and technique problems uh, <laughs> i'm probably just talking about myself
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I hear I I hear I would I would want to see some later things of yours on YouTube because I hear from very good sources that you're making fantastic progress. <laughs> so um, um um but um yeah would, would I I like Alex's thing, Alex Tripodi, Alexander mm. Tripodi who has this thing with the drone yes. that helps you center everything around at least one note and that you can continuously kind of come back to hearing that how every note relates to that which is a pretty good way of doing it. Open strings is obviously also always a good way to do to to check things and like never to forget that actually whatever you're practicing even if you're practicing like I was practicing something in A flat A flat I have this one D here. Well, I can check it. I could check a B. Even I can find it somewhere in, in harmonics. So there's always something that you can check somewhere.
0: Hmm, That's interesting. Like, so you're saying like if you're in A flat, you're in A flat and you want to check open strings. So I'm just trying to... Fully understand. Well, if if so, if you're
2: playing
1: a lick in A flat, mm-hmm. and you have the luck that there is a D in it, yes. or a G, or yeah. an E,
2: yeah.
1: or an A, don't forget that you have these. Yes. That they are there. Use it's not them. like, yeah, use them. Check it out, because mm. it helps. Um, that's all. Yeah, that's that, basically that's all. Open strings. Uh, mm. double string double stops always double stops checking things with double stops checking your octaves is also a good one yeah and you're you're in a position third position third position mm. third. Okay.
2: all
1: in third position
0: yeah yeah so um you know because i do think as someone who's you know i spent a lot of time practicing uh, and i've spent a lot of time practicing jazz and then realized at some point that i needed to work on more technique stuff so i'm quite a good a good example of what you're talking about actually <laughs> uh, if you say it yourself yeah <laughs> no you that's know I, I i don't that's all good you know everyone has their own journey but um i am um, <laughs> but I uh what I realize is that like through time of playing out of tune for so long your ear just gets used to it and accepts it more exactly. so more so so your ear, what I what I realized is I think violinists with bad intonation have worse or not worse ears but their ears hear things differently than people who don't even play uh fretless or you know instruments that need that sort of Have you know like violins basically? You Mm -hmm. think that every violinist is going to have a better ear for intonation than than someone who isn't a violinist, or you know, you'd think at least a little bit. But I think that violinists can actually develop a backwards, yeah, in a way. It's
1: like playing on an out of tune piano all the time. You get used to it.
0: Yes, you do. And you can
1: even you you kind of hear every harmony as you want it to hear to sound. Yeah, but it doesn't because it's out of tune. But you don't. You, you just your ear just kind of adapts to it to yeah. it so you can at least live and that's yeah. that's that actually happens with with bad intonation as well yeah uh, and, and also with like oh uh, yeah well no no i was gonna point out something that is too far out um <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true and it's a very hard one to overcome it's always and then again I come back to something that Alex Tripodi pointed out to me, which I love, is when you learn something, it's like carving something out of marble. Once it's carved in there, it's very hard to get it out. Yeah. You have to actually take everything away and make an again a flat marble slap and then mm. start again.
2: Mm.
1: Which is there's nothing more difficult. Yeah. It's much more easy in a way to carve it straight away the right way. Yeah and then you're then you're safe but but if you have gotten it the wrong way then then how to undo your brain of that is incredibly difficult so that's uh, yeah and you need someone again you need help you need you can't i don't think you can really do that on your own unless you you convinced at the end that you have to it's like stopping smoking i think you can't or you can only do it if you really are convinced that you want to do it yeah. that's right. And then actually already stopped in a way i mean it's like
0: yeah i don't know and if you have you know what what is it Not that would convince that. you that that you needed to 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 change it, that's the thing is if you are getting positive reinforcement anyway it's quite difficult to 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 think well i must need to change that's the thing if your people are already you say you're already playing gigs and stuff and no one's ever saying to you hey you know you're a bit out of tune there um yeah. so you might might that might be difficult i guess you you, you need course. a critical ear and someone who doesn't mind telling you yeah basically well, yeah. you just and need also- to get lessons with Char, because anytime I've had <laughs> <that> for- <laughs> that's,
2: that's, it also
1: that's, depends on what music you will play yeah you know if you're playing música huasteca from uh, from from mexico Mm-hmm. They play, it's incredibly out of tune. Yeah. But that's how it is. That's how they play. And that's why it is out of tune, because that, that's, <laughs> they, that's actually the way they hear it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's
1: out of tune to us. Yeah. But it's not, the, it's, but if you're, so say that you're playing in some uh, gypsy jazz band and nobody's ever told you you're playing out of tune because actually what you do kind of works and it okay, kind of, okay. Huh? And then suddenly you end up in a string quartet. Yeah. And then people will of course then people will tell you it's out of tune. Yeah. But then of course it will also be a little bit in vain they will, you won't be able to fix it as quickly as 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 it would need to be fixed. Yeah. Uh but that would be a moment when you could realize another moment could also just be yeah when you're with a, with another violin player and you listen to the recording. Mm. Afterwards, and you just hear, yeah, God's sake, this is out of tune, actually, <laughs> yeah. um, because you play something in unison or in two voices or something. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah. <sighs> don't,
0: yeah, yeah, ma'am. Well, but the thing <laughs> we can go, we can take this back to the the start here. Gopelli is yeah. not out of tune at all. Oh no, <laughs> ready, very... Yeah, actually, on is. that
1: album, there was one moment when he over overdo where he overdoes a, sl- uh, a glissando. But mm-hmm. it's still beautiful. Yeah. Like, he goes just over the note and slides back.
2: Hmm. And it's like,
1: eh, eh. <laughs> it happens to him as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh nice. <laughs> it's good to. It is very. Hear that. I think it's also, you know, it's also about being quick. He was very quick at adjusting. Hmm. Even if it would have been out of tune, where he would have put his finger down. Yeah. As soon as he, he, yeah. he can take it back. It's it's about being flexible and, and, and um, very fast at at adjusting to what needs to be adjusted. Yeah. Instead of always doing everything right, I, I don't think you know he was human, obviously. Uh, and um, but yeah, yeah, he, he was pr- pretty much perfectly in tune all the time. It's yeah. amazing.
0: Hey, do you know the timeline of this? So this was like 1954 and 1956. These two recordings. Yeah, 19, We're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and so. you're I think you said to me that you was yeah, well that's around the time that Django died.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I really have this there's there's two ways of seeing it. Um either because of Django dying, he felt that he needed um to be on in the best of shapes possible to defend his place yeah. in the world. Because he couldn't be counting anymore on Django. Or you could also see it the other way around, where, where actually finally he was free of Django's overshadowing presence to actually do what he wanted to do, uh, kind of play in a kind of different way, a little bit softer, a little bit less, uh, I don't know, something, 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 I don't know, mm. like definitely free of Django's overshadowing presence mm. who would always take the starlight. and yeah. then and so he, he found it worthwhile actually practicing again
0: <laughs> yeah okay that's and, interesting
1: and did and uh, it's 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 an incredible result
0: but would you say that this th- th- these are your theories right or is this something that you Yeah
1: regard? these are my theories. theories so yeah of course. I don't think there's anybody ever written about that or I'd, maybe there's in some interview with Coppola I, I haven't much listened to it. Mm. interviews with him
0: well speaking to the i think the good the best thing to do is to speak to people who played with him and we' still have, yeah because a couple of times i've spoken to martin taylor mm-hmm. and john Etheridge, John maybe? Etheridge yeah, yeah about it yeah.
2: but yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be
0: interesting to ask them about that but i think i think last time i spoke to martin taylor he did say something about he definitely said there was a strained relationship between Grappelli and Django. Obviously,
1: definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see that in the recordings already. I mean,
0: the last time they played
1: together on recording was in 1949. Django mm-hmm. lived for four more years, so yeah. There must have been something. Yeah. Clear. Yeah. And Django definitely wanted to go more in kind of bebop-y direction with clarin with, with saxophones and trumpets and drums. Yeah. And violin just doesn't fit. And there's also no acoustic recordings anymore of Django after that. <laughs> so it just yeah. And there is only one recording with Django on st- steamer, stimmer, so like amplified guitar, ampl- almost electric, say, mm. and grappelli on violin. Mm. Oh that what is it called again? Forgot. Anyway, there's only one like that. All the rest is acoustic. So Django definitely he he wanted to enjoy. Finally being the loudest of the whole yeah. of everyone, and not the violin, well, I think I've lost some, but, yeah, I got you. Which seems to be the share as well. That, that, that there was a kind of contest on who was the, actually the, the loudest, the yeah. most, the strongest, the most, yeah. and they just couldn't live next to each other and they had to separate ways. Which, I mean, it's a stupid argument, but if it's there and makes you feel unhappy, then you have to do something else, obviously. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) And so began the lifelong uh, battle between violinists and guitarists. I guess,
1: yeah. I guess, I don't know. Well, I don't really know about that. I I, I never felt that, but then I choose my my colleagues with care most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
0: I don't think we need to battle. No, I'm. I, I, it's a joke, really. But I. Yeah, um, yeah but
1: no, but I'm. I, I know there must be some reality in it, and I'm just saying.
0: Well, there yeah. probably is. There probably is. I don't know. I mean, I think. Uh, I think it's a. Yeah, I think it's a funny relationship. The um, in that in that sort of in, yeah, I think it's a funny relationship. Violin and and guitar. Oh yeah. Probably yeah. because the it's two string instruments and they often play together in mm. in a in that sort of world, that sound mm. world. Of, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and in many kind of, of jazz yeah, and, yeah lots of uh, places.
1: folk Irish and uh, yeah, yeah,
0: and violins name, are louder.
1: Yes. They well they can be. They can but be. You have to also make them be. I mean, you have to know how to and and a guitar as well can be pretty loud, but you have to get it out and that's another
2: uh, thing yeah. that
1: I would definitely have a couple of things to say about uh, on how to make a guitar sound and why you should not always need a mic.
2: Yes.
0: But uh, well, <laughs> 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 oh dear. Um, is there anything else that you uh, any any other points that you have to make about this uh, about that? I guess we're talking about these two albums because yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you got any other
1: points? Yeah, yeah. I kind of merged them into one album in, yeah. in my head, but they are—they are two. I'm sure that the well, one is really, we're recorded in 54 and one in 56, so we definitely are talking about two albums. Yeah. But Benjamin Clement, who does all these flea markets, he has the the whole like the, the set, and uh, there's a couple of tunes that I have not been actually able to find on the internet, on at least on YouTube. Um, also, still with Maurice Vendeur on piano and clave cymbal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Um pretty nice stuff actually, and um, they don't seem to be out there, or not all of them. Yeah. Um, so
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: It's just very inspiring. I loved listening to it. It felt, made me made me feel all oh, happy
0: and relaxed. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, this is the thing is is I'm I'm going to try and find a good a good link for them both and put them in the description of this podcast so people can yeah early. but I, I well, definitely found one of them and it was but it isn't it isn't titled how your how you said you said it was called Jazz in Paris and I found yeah. a load of those um those like yeah those albums
1: but that's not it's not well there's many of them there's even one with Stuff Smith
0: yes there's, yeah, there's,
1: yeah. yeah and there's stuff and there's yeah, yeah Not there's one even with a couple of horrible guitar players in my opinion and and uh, i mean and there's one with marcel zolal yeah which uh which i heard once a live version of on ray re- on the on the french radio that was amazing much yeah. nicer than the studio recording hmm. um and so on and so on so it, the, 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 yeah of course there's a lot of jazz in paris um and uh must have been a series or something but uh i think these two are the first out of those but uh, I'm not, I would say just put, put my YouTube link, my, my playlist.
0: In oh there. yeah. That's what I'll do. Excellent. That sounds like the best, uh, best thing to, I think it is. It's really hard. I, I reckon that it will, these albums will be somewhere um, like on, but, but called something else and there'll be like yeah. songs from the albums in compilations. Cause there's lots of yes, compilations. Exactly. Of yeah. And it's uh, that's why uh, it's a real shame. I, I think just when we started this chat, I was saying that the internet's not always good for, for for yeah, well for jazz history, is it? There's so much stuff that gets lost or, or not lost, but like re. But
1: there's a lot of stuff that is actually on vinyl records. Yeah. And that for some reason, people don't seem to treat how to put it, to arrange the sort in a, in a, in a good way when they put it on the internet, and they kind of. Make, make compilations or 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 make horrible uh, compressed compressed. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, horrible. I don't know.
1: Yeah, because yeah. so, so so I mean, just put the album as it is. Leave it as it is. Just record it in a good way, in a clean. And don't touch it. It's fine. That's the album. That's the vinyl record. You put it on on YouTube, and you and you make the tracks, and that's it. Well, I think
0: I think that there was a point when they when people started digitizing music and it was ages ago and it was when Mm. people had when it was when the technology was really bad they probably had the same technology that we all have now you know but they but it was a massive rigmarole to do it all but now it's so much easier you'd you'd hope yeah they'd they'd re put re Reissue it. But then the thing is, yeah. is no one cares enough. <laughs> it's but there's also tons of,
1: of remasters and re-remasters yeah. and another re and, and yeah. it's not always better at all. No. And I just think, why did you do that? <laughs> why? <What? laughs> there's a well, anyway. So yeah, there's mystery. There's a lot of mystery about how things I mean, if you want to find Django Reinhardt playing whatever tune, you will find a hundred versions on YouTube downloads. Mm. different ones some sounding really good and some sounding totally crap mm. and then of one tune you will only find one or two it's yeah. a total mystery i have no idea how that, how it works yeah but uh, but then grappelli definitely seems to be even more of a not very well um taken care of
2: uh, yeah phenomenon.
0: well you know one thing is i mean just as carrying on talking but Yeah. It's like, I think people who are like record collectors and people who care a lot about music are like the sort of people who don't want to put things on the internet for free. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, because they think, well, that's anyway not the real thing.
1: So why would I, who cares?
0: Why would I put it it up and not, and no, you know, because the idea of, because there's, what's he called? I've spoken to him. Uh, AB Fable Records, Anthony Barnett. You know that guy, Anthony Barnett? I think so. He, uh, he, he, oh, name? He he like he uh, he, run, he runs he uh, runs A B Fable Records, which basically was the thing that brought out loads of stuff. Smith things. He's like a ah yeah yeah a, because he was a, a fa-
1: he's guy. a he is a total
0: stuff Smith lover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. I
1: listened yeah. to him talk it. That was really interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like that. He's a, he's amazing. Um, yeah yeah. But he won't put any any of his stuff on on any of the places and because he's like well i i'm not like i'm not gonna he doesn't believe in spotify or any of these things he thinks that they're really wrong and so it's like well i'm not gonna put these up and that's that's fair enough you know it's his stuff and
2: yeah
1: on the other hand you know like there is there's this story of um david uh, reinhardt Django reinhardt's uh, uh, grandson
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that he once uh, put his hand into a drawer in his house or in his wagon. I don't know where he lives actually, and took out a videotape a cassette and and said to musicians all around there, "This contains two hours of Django Reinhardt playing, and you actually see him play." Wow! But he doesn't. If if it, if that is true, he doesn't definitely doesn't show it to anyone. Yeah. And and then then and then you just go well and then what? Yeah. Let it rot then. I mean, what? I mean, what's the point? Mm. And obviously, I mean, yes, final seems to be the longest uh, holding out uh, for records, and and I mean, music seems to be the least uh, in danger of totally <laughs> disappearing soon. <laughs> because Spotify, I mean, yeah, YouTube, obviously, you don't own anything. It's just there. And if one day it collapses or there's nothing. Yeah. That that I agree that I don't believe in those things, me neither. Hmm. But at least people would be able to listen to it.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, What otherwise, what is the point of ever having recorded? It? Or you should at least release it on CDs and, and, and oh, have well. them...
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Anthony has all released all of these things on CDs. Oh yeah, he has. But, um, yeah, yeah, But yeah, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just an interesting thing. I think that there's a there, but I think that it's just the point that like there's a lot of reason. I think that that is the sort of reason why half of Grappelli's stuff is impossible to really understand. Yeah. To know if where yeah, it's from exactly. or, because people who care are not gonna put it up on the internet for free, basically because yeah, yeah. they're, they're like super invested in it you know
1: yeah 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 and, yeah. Yeah. and, and rightly so i mean yeah. actually in a way yeah.
0: yeah but yeah ah nice to chat to you anyway um absolutely absolutely um thank you for um, for doing this well thank, thank you yeah exactly i'm sure i'll be in contact another time for another one because there's always things to say um, yeah. Well. Yeah. What are we your try. just before I go? What are your what are your plans coming up? What are you up to at the moment?
1: Uh, for the moment it's pretty busy because we're doing this Isilenti performance, this show that is called Isilenti, which is really stunningly beautiful. I yeah. think it's it's something that well, there's a couple of issues with decor and with uh, the history of how it was made, which made makes it for the moment too expensive. Yeah. which is the only reason why we're not playing like night after night after night mm-hmm. for the moment because it really is successful and I think it should be as well because I really think it's a very interesting thing. Yeah. And um, but I hope we will come to a formula where, where they finally will just let up, leave the decor and the and the whole you know set, setting and yeah. the choreography and the, and the dance and this projection and all that. We don't need it's a concert. It's yeah. a concert with extras. And these extras are way too expensive. Mm. So I think, uh, I hope we'll get to a formula where we play it in concert version and uh, and play it still uh, a good two, three hundred times.
0: Is, it, is, is this something that you were working on, you've been working on for a long time?
1: Yes. 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 The album has been released not a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not the very big fan of the album, because but, but I knew that that would be a problem because Akamun, I mean, the way Fabrizio mixes okay. and and those things is definitely not mine. Mm. But I mean, it's still an album and it's still not it's not a bad one. yeah It's just not my style. Yeah. But uh, so um yeah, and we've we played a couple of uh, we played 11 shows in June nice. and we're playing now again 11 this month and next. Yeah. And yeah. then uh yeah, and then it's waiting again for the next the next load.
0: Nice. Excellent. Hopefully, gonna come. Soon. Um, oh yeah. Well, good luck with that. Hopefully, you are coming back to Britain at some point. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> mm,
1: you know how that is.
0: Yeah, I know. It's that there's yes. a there's a real. It's just it's all just gone weird. It's a real shame with Britain because now it's incredible. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's really incredible. I just can't get my head around how how it could come so far. No, don't. I don't know. I do, I do understand how it started. And I do understand, I really think that actually the guys, the first time when it was voted in, they actually never thought they would get it. No. I think that's what happened. Yeah. But well, then when it, they yeah. got it, but then when they got it, that they just wouldn't have said, yeah, well, we made a couple of mistakes and actually, actually Wales got a lot of money from the European Union, so we should actually not be so ungrateful. Yeah. Could have been a way of, you know, and, and pacifying people and and just saying well, we made a mistake. Yeah, this not, is this don't should, do
2: that. yeah.
1: But to go as far as to actually really push it through, mm. and then now, of course, yeah, musicians are the first again to to totally with these instrument visa passport thingies that you have for for you have to have for like if you have three guitars, you have to have one for each,
0: mm. and
1: every year renew it, and it costs tons oh, of money really?
0: what to get into the uk to get out, <laughs> get out. Uh. So
1: if you want to go and play somewhere yeah you have to have D- davis to have a passport for his l7 but then he says i also have um i also have a, a Duton, you know yeah but i can't if i have a passport for if i have one passport for two guitars i need to take the two guitars really yeah
0: no you
1: have to what you have a pass you have to have one passport per guitar
0: so i mean i feel like you know when i hear this i feel like this is all things that are these are all things that will be ironed out hopefully it's not going to stay like this forever but we're in this weird we're still in this weird limbo period that no one cares enough about to change yeah like that's that is mad yeah
1: that is total madness. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense in it. I mean, it brings up some money, obviously, yeah. somewhere, but Goodness. not to us.
0: No. <laughs> well, hopefully that gets sorted out and we get you over here. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, then. Well, nice to chat to you, Char. I will Absolutely. speak to you soon. Yay. hey thanks for joining me you've been listening to me Matt Holborn and my special guest today Charlie Limburger we were listening to Stefan Grappelli we were listening to Stefan Grappelli in Paris um, if anyone has any more information about these recordings I would love it if you sent it in and maybe I'll talk about it in the next episode who knows you never know what's gonna happen in this crazy crazy jazz violin podcast um Thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, yeah, my life is a bit mental at the moment, so sorry if the episodes are a bit more sporadic. I've got, an, I've got a load of episodes actually lined up and recorded. I'm really excited about sharing with you. Um, so it's all good, but you know, um, just it's been taking me a while to get them together. Um, yeah, anyway, I don't want to be saying sorry too much because we, we, we're all friends, right? Um, yeah. Okay. If you wanna, um, if you do want to support the podcast, by the way, you can do so on Patreon. So where you can support me and my podcast endeavours. You can also get involved in my jazz violin practice club in there, which is basically a little uh, weekly session where you can practice um, with me uh, for over on Zoom. You get to get a little insight into my practice regime, and I I generally come up with like a new and interesting. Um, sort of jazz exercise every week so you know you get a new thing to practice and it's a nice bit of like practice accountability anyway thanks for joining me guys uh links are all in the description of this podcast for what we've listened to etc etc speak to you soon goodbye